Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Andy, we're going to chop it up today. It's, uh, it's getting, I'm getting a little restless. I'm getting a little antsy. Draft is still a week away. Uh, and uh, I'm starting to get a lot, of, a lot more action out there than I anticipated. Um, starting to get yeah, a little spooky. Starting to get a little spooky. Be, there was something to be said for like getting in early. Uh, yeah. We had that conversation <laughs> because, you know, like uh, I can't think. I can never think of the guy's real name. It starts with a K. Kyle, maybe? Um, yeah, franchise, uh, franchise, yeah, franchise, K. K. yeah, franchise, Him, K. you know, Joey, yeah. a few other yeah. guys who get real heavy into the draft stuff. They get some really good stuff early, but there's also something to be said for getting, getting, you know, you're going to get tea kettled if you go too heavy, too early on some stuff and then watch. I mean, it's just a house of cards. Like I, I never like getting heavy on the draft because like I've said, and I've said this to <laughs> multiple people, I've, well, I've just said this to multiple people, like, Things that I look for in draft props right off the bat are just super mispriced, whereas just the the probability, and it's just like we talk about with anything else. You break down the juice. What is the what is the implied probability? I, I can't remember exactly what I got uh, over five and a half offensive linemen at. I think it was somewhere around minus 225, which implies like 70, 72%. And I just – I could not find a situation where five offensive linemen were, was – you know, I put it at like 90, 95% that we're looking at six linemen. I have, sure. I have probably, you know, I, uh, there was a good article from Timo at PFF, Moo, and he ran a, like 300,000 sims on their thing. And there were some nice distributions. And just looking at that, looking at my stuff, I mean, it's probably like 50 to 60% chance that we see seven offensive linemen off yeah, the board on, on Friday. Yeah. So yeah, that's same. still my favorite one. Honestly, even if it's juiced well, up to minus 250 to 300, yeah. I still yeah. am betting into that. That's Well, let's that's put a pin the, in that because I yeah. want to come back and talk more about that because as you were seeing, it's going to get to – it's there and there, it's out there in some places. There's six and a half. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean – so how I, much I, to come I, back I got, Yeah, I got on uh, kind of off on a tangent there. The, the other, if you find something mispriced like that, where you yeah. feel it's mispriced, you feel like it's going to get ahead. It's the same thing, you, you know, if you listen during the NFL season, there are times where we hammer something on a Sunday, uh, you know, the Sunday before an NFL game. And there are times where it's like, man, we could come back on this. This has moved a lot. This total moved a bunch. Or, you know, the same kind of thing can happen, except it's way easier with these. These will move all over. You know, th- there are some where they just get real stubborn and they won't want to move it because they don't want to get middled. But, there are six and a half on, on offensive linemen now. So, I mean, stuff like that, I will get involved. And then sometimes stuff where it's, you know, p- top 10 picks kind of things. Yeah, I don't like yeah. to get too involved in things that are going to have higher deviance because they're definitely going to be further into the draft because it just takes one boneheaded pick, one sure. screw up by one stupid GM who gets overexcited, makes a bad trade or a bad pick, and the whole rest of the round just gets butterfly effect, and things get real weird, and all of a sudden, a bunch of you know 
bets you made that looked pretty good don't look so good anymore just because then, you know, it just creates a domino effect where now this other team's going to trade up because the guy they didn't think would be there is there because he should have been gone and all of a sudden shit gets wild. And, and then, and then you see a bunch of bets lose. And I've had that experience in the past where I get, and I'm, I'm mad at like a GM, a guy I've never met. <laughs> Which is not, uh, not reasonable. I was so pissed last year that the Broncos didn't just trade up into the bottom of the first to get Drew Locke. Obviously, the guy that they're now going to go to battle with, they don't have him on a fifth year because they're idiots and they didn't just move up like four picks or whatever. Yeah. You know, like that, that pissed me off as like crazy last year, especially because they traded, I feel like they traded down. With their first pick, and they had all a bunch of assets they could have traded back up, but whatever, whatever the case is, whatever the case is, it's all good. Uh, but the but this this whole cycle is starting to, to you know, it's starting to get me. You know, I'm I'm out of shape. I'm out of bed. Did we have a quarterbacks you know? over? Was that what was was that <laughs> yeah, what was made you mad? Yeah. That was the only that was the only reasonably big position I lost last year was quarterbacks over three and a half because uh, I thought there was enough smoke that enough teams wanted lock that they were trade into the bottom of the first round for him, but they didn't know what he did. Um, <clears throat> anyway, anyway, anywho. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do some rumor mill talk here about the draft. Cause there's a lot. It is, it is, it is lion season. It, it is rumor season. Lying about the lions, <laughs> man. There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of speculation. Uh, there's mock drafts of flurry. Um, I'd like to do a little bit, pre- prepare yourself later on. I'd like to, I had this discussion today, uh, and I'd like your thoughts on this because I was kind of spitballing. Like I don't, I haven't really fully formed these thoughts. Um, but like, I kind of wanted to put different mock draft guys into different categories, sort of, you know, like, cause I feel like there's so many people that are doing it now. And like, yeah, there's a whole, there's a, even spun off an entire cottage industry of like ranking them and rating them. And you, you, you know what I mean? Like there it's, it's grown to that level. Um, and it, I just, it, I feel like there's a place for like, you know, Mel Kuyper Jr. Is this kind of a mock drafter, right? Like he, he serves this purpose, right? McShay serves this purpose. Jeremiah serves this purpose, right? Like there's kind of different, um, you know, there's different things going on with all of these various mocks. Yeah, I feel like it's that, worth that's classifying. Fair. That's super that's fair, fair because, yeah, there are guys that are – I don't want to – and I don't even know if we should name names on this part because it's not nice. You, you should be able to identify these guys themselves. There are people that will put together a mock draft simply to make a headline. Like, yeah. I'm going yeah. to make this team trade this and pick this and it's going to be the headline. Honestly, the other 32 picks, 31 yeah. picks won't even yeah. really matter. I just need a, a splashy thing to get. I mean, it's similar to other things we rail about on Twitter, social media, or just sure. the internet news in general, where you know the whole point of this is to get people riled up, to get engagement. Yeah, you should be able to tell which ones those are, where it's like this is such a low-probability thing. Like well, The fact that you made this mock – it's, I mean, it, it's silly, and you should have just said, "Hey, here's here's something wild that could happen." I don't need to frame <laughs> the other thirty-one picks and make you read about it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get into a little bit. Yeah. So we're going to cover hate all, those. all. Yeah. We'll cover. We're not going to focus too much. I mean, we'll, we'll obviously we'll talk a lot of draft props in the meantime here. Stuff we've added. Stuff you know. We we talked a lot about what we were early on last week. We'll talk about stuff we've added. Movement, wildness, strategy. Um, related to specific lines that have moved, and uh, and then kind of qualify some of the uh, the mocks themselves, and you know what purpose each is serving. 
um, and uh, kind of talk a little bit about the you know some of the news and rumors that are out there. Um, I don't know anything else going on. What you, what have you been betting on lately? You've been, I mean, oh, I man. I feel like I feel like I feel like I got I'm like uh like I said like I'm out of, I'm out of betting shape. Like I like I just I, I haven't I'm not prepared for some of the emotional swings that are coming with some of the news and rumors and speculation and stuff. And it's definitely like cognitive biases are are flying <laughs> for for me. Like I'm I'm a little out of shape here. Um, and, I'm actually proud. Uh, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I have okay. much less at stake for the draft. Many many fewer bets than you, and. I'm I'm like that's like a point of pride in my life right now because I get it like I get where you and other people are at like there's nothing else to bet on so like you know at this point we would be you know uh, March Madness would be over but it'd be NBA playoffs or some people dealing with hockey the baseball season is going you know there's a lot of other things going on to be handicapping betting writing about reading about you know just content to consume whereas this is this is it. I mean, unless you're, I mean, there's other there's fun stuff. Yeah. There's some people. I I mean, shout outs to people that are doing fun stuff. Uh, Big Cat's the uh, horse derby thing he does at night is fun. I made fun of marble racing, but the people that are like actually putting on marble racing are fun. Uh, kudos to anyone who's offering lines on stuff that you know. Shout out to Bet Online for actually yeah. grading grading those NBA two K or the the stuff that was pretty much uh that put me that like put me almost on reverse tilt (laughs) you know what i mean like having a fixed you know having a you know a known result like that and getting paid on it uh like that that put i I put almost all of that back into play already (laughs) yeah no i kind of did too i I think i think i I made it like two i think i made it like two days and i was like oh no it's all back in play (laughs) like what but i mean you know kudos to the and then again kudos to uh can i say kudos a lot lately i gotta come up with a synonym for that you're a kudos guy now i'm I'm a kudos guy those were the best bars when mom came on kudos (laughs) the ones yeah yeah yeah, they weren't they weren't granola bars no no no. i like the peanut butter ones that were like uh, snickers yeah i gotta see if they still have those if i'm allowed to go in the grocery store but uh, Bet Online has partnered with Major League Eating to, I mean, just they just, I don't want to say slapped because it's, it's actually, well, we'll see. Because the horse tournament was slapped together. I mean, if you want to go other end of the spectrum and be Ooh. like, hey, <laughs> hey, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? But I have what was your tweet? Faith. What was your tweet about the horse tournament? That was one of my favorite. Of oh, the something, about the, like, something about those, those guys are going to be in the, yeah, whoever greenlighted that is unemployed because <laughs> it was terrible. But Major League Eating, they do a yeah. pretty good job. And honestly, the setup's not that, the setup's not going to be that hard. You know, I'm sure they'll have the guys apart, but it's just start eating and we're going to time you and they're going to eat bologna and baked beans and some other things, drink milk. Oh, I could never do that one. I just could not drink that much milk. Ugh, I don't like milk at all. Ramen noodles. (laughs) The final is like timing who can eat 10 ramen noodle cups the fastest. So So you're not supposed to tell people on the podcast that you don't do the milk one. You just, you, you talk it up and then you, we know we, we, we hammer you on the under. That's that, how that, that works. is fair. That is fair. No, yeah. I, as I am not in the, I'm not a top ten eater, so I was not invited to this one. Mm. But I, I wish my fellow competitive eaters the best of luck, especially in the baloney round, because I did bet that. <laughs> well, it was what the, so what funny. the fuck is going on? What? What? Funny the baloney enough, round? Right, so two, what? You got to eat two pounds of sliced baloney, 
which I read that and I thought what? about it. I thought about it a little because Ben Online Two is pound, putting okay. up they're putting up lines yeah. for this. And it was, you know, who eats the most bologna the fastest. There was an over-under for how long it would take. And I just did like we've done like two grocery store runs total in this whole uh this whole quarantine time. And I had to do the last one. And I bought a couple pounds of sandwich meat and I thought about what a pound of sandwich meat looked like in my hand. <laughs> and then the two pounds of sliced bologna. And I thought more and more about that. And I went back and I'm like, God, hot dogs, hot dogs are different. Like, I don't want to watch hot dog. Cause it's, you know, you get the dry carb stuff. Oh, just straight meat. And I got to think, and I remember I saw, uh, and this was different. I couldn't actually find this one. Cause this was like a Johnsonville one up in like Sheboygan, Wisconsin. But I did find the national world's, uh, bratwurst eating competition down in Cincinnati and chestnut put back. I think it was for, I don't remember what the number was, but they listed how heavy these brats were and they were 3.2 ounce brats. And it came out to in the first 69 seconds, which is the over under they put, he put back almost three pounds of brats. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I think two pounds of bologna can be done in about a minute because it is, it is, uh, they don't, and that's the other thing too. That was a 10 minute contest. There's some pacing going on there. Sure. This is, this is just straight speed, speed. eating. Yeah. So I, and there's a couple other really good eaters in there as well with, uh, uh, breed, I think Breeden, Stoney, a couple of the other guys that are pretty fast off the line. So, yeah, are 60, you 60, me I'm in, 60, I'm in. yeah 69 seconds is that's it, it should be like 62, 65, something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna feel dumb when it takes like three minutes or something. <laughs> no, 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 I think this works. I mean, unless they're handing it up, no pun intended, you know, yeah, but no, I, I did. I went back and I watched, I watched the 2018. Uh, hot dog eating and not only that but you're not going to be dealing with any sort of weather it's much harder to eat in heat so sure. i i'm i'm very confident in my guy joey jaws putting this down in about a minute yeah are the uh quick quick uh, very important question uh are these going to be pre-recorded oh it doesn't even matter i've already <laughs> bet it <laughs> <laughs> you know why i asked that though and should we i mean should we dive into this topic should we put this on the record what happened uh, last week. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you tell the story. I just sat and talked about meat for three minutes. <laughs> well, this story is a roundabout way to pat uh, pat bet online on the back. Uh, yeah. This is not sponsored con. This is not spawn con. This is not an ad. I mean, they um, could write us a check. We've said a lot of <laughs> They did write me a check pretty much, man. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. You a check <laughs> yes, I was going to say in a roundabout way. In a roundabout way, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so there was a pre-recorded uh, snafu in the betting space that uh, uh, Bet Online shone through and uh, did a solid by all the players, uh, and five dimes did not. Uh, yeah. and it's just kind of worth recording this for posterity's sake. Cause this will make, I mean, it was going to be a hell of a story no matter what happened. Um, but now that we kind of, the dust has settled and we know what happens, I guess we might as well just put it on, put it on record for posterity. Um, but, um, yeah. So ESPN in a, in an effort to try to find quality programming to put on primetime TV, uh, set up the NBA 2k tournament where they were pitting, uh, actual NBA players one-on-one -on -one playing NBA 2K against each other. Uh, in a uh, started out with a round of 16, down to quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, and um, wouldn't you know it? They lined these and uh, allowed bets via the esports portal on Bet Online and Five Dimes and 
uh, a number of uh, local paperhead um, options, right? And round of 16 rolled around and, uh, you know, some of the more, uh, I guess, the the harder working folks in the grinding space across the advantage players um, figured out, hey, these are pre-recorded. There's no way they could get this, uh, you know, this level of production together on uh, as a live broadcast, which means the results are known. Uh, and they tracked down people who were involved in it somehow. I have no idea who. I have no idea. You know, I, I can't tip. You know, any kind of. Uh, I wish I could tip a hat or you know send a tip tip to whoever was actually behind all of this. But uh, they got the results. They knew what they were going to be, uh, and the lines did not reflect the results. Uh, you know, really well at all, actually. Um, and so, at the end of round of sixteen, there was you know widespread. Uh, you know, information sharing and uh, lots of people got down on a lot of known result winning plays with one exception. There was a leak that was, was it uh, DeMarcus Cousin beat uh, Andre Drummond? Cousins was bad. It was a bad number. There was a a bad leak. Yeah, there was a one bad leak. And um, as far as, you know, it's quote unquote bad leak. This could have been intentional, right? Like it could have been a plan like, hey, let's go three and one on this, right? Like that does do a decent job of disguising if you have known information, right? And that's, you know, something to put in the back of your head. If you ever come across known information, you know, keep the information tight and, you know, don't uh, don't get greedy. Um, but anyway, uh, three and one in the first round of leaks and one the one loss ended up being pretty costly because I think it came at the end of the cycle and there were some live betting on it. And, uh, you know, there was, there was definitely a give back, uh, so to speak, in terms of the, uh, the betting community on the one that was wrong. Uh, and then the quarterfinals rolled around, and I think we heard about it on, on Monday, Tuesday, maybe. Does that sound right to you? That's, I, I was, dude, are you kidding? I don't, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Who knows what day it was? Yeah. Anyway, we hear it on No, Monday, I don't know Tuesday. what day it like, is okay, today. Cool. <laughs> it was like, okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's see if we can find places to bet them. Uh, it turns out that uh, they were, there were no obvious easy places to get bets down at uh, either Bet Online or Five Dimes on this. Uh, and except that there's like, apparently there's like a weird kind of third party operator page now on five dimes that I have never seen before that had these lines up. Uh, and so it's like, okay, Hey, you can, not only can you single these four known outcomes, but you can parlay them. And it was like, Oh shit, let's get, you know, like, let's, you know, let's get down on this. And, um, you know, by the time I and my, my account was pretty much drawn down at that point, I had put what I wanted to put on my, you know, NFL bets early and I, you know, pretty much drew down to zero. So I had to put more Bitcoin in there for you know, just to get down on this. And by the time, you know, 30 minutes elapsed, my deposits in there, uh, it, uh, they weren't taking any more bets at five dimes. And so I was like, ah, Oh shit. You know, missed it too bad. Um, and, uh, and then lo and behold, uh, you know, what an hour, a couple hours later, someone's like, actually, these are still up on bet online. And so I was like, okay, well, let's take a swing here. Uh, go over, go over to their esports, uh, you know, set up, get down on all this. And, uh, and you know, th- with leaked information, it's never a hundred percent. Right. I mean, we had just learned that <laughs> from the, from the, uh, Boogie Cousins, uh, Andre Drummond deal. Uh, but you know, you take a swing, uh, and, uh, God, I, I had heard, I subsequently heard from, uh, from, you know, one of the bet online folks that they were at, at the beginning, this third party operator who was op- offering these was taking nickel bets, uh, on singles and, and parlays. Uh, and if you parlayed the four known together, you got about 18 to one, something like that, or 10, 12, 12 to one. There's about 12 to one, I think, uh, if you got the uh, the four leg parlay in. Um, so 
anyway, uh, the day, you know, and this is all like Monday, Tuesday, right? Well, the day of the actual broadcast is now, it's now Thursday. Uh, for whatever reason, Dimes put them up on the main page. Like not, yeah. uh, not this third-party bizarre operator, but their actual kind of main screen. Uh, there they were. Uh, same lines, except they had uh, they had modified the the vig on Booker and Beverly, right? So they basically were like they could they you know these are Booker was you know, minus one forty three, you know, on the open, and now on their main page he was minus four hundred, right? And Beverly was minus you know hundred one one thirty, and now he was minus four hundred, right? And so you know they reflected some movement on two of them, but not the other two. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll take the bait here. Like I had already made my deposit. I was like, okay, I'm going to get down on all this stuff. And so, you know, make these bets at the, you know, on them five dimes main screen. Uh, and they were taking $500 limits and I was like, okay, like I can't imagine why they did this, but so be it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that night the games go off. We had heard first one was Booker wins by 16 watching it on ESPN. Sure enough, Booker wins by 16. Uh, and then go through Chronicle, boom, 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 one, two, three, four, all four come through, right? And I think even all four, was it right that all four margins of victory were correct that we had heard? Yeah, it was, I, I mean, I, were, right? honestly, I didn't even pay attention. Like you could, everybody else was <laughs> well, like, there were some... live, like watching it, and I'm like, I don't, this, I can't watch this shit. You just tell me how it goes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Friday, you know, the, the, you know, the watching it live, uh, five dimes grades, the booker, uh, the booker result first, everybody gets a win. Uh, and then all of a sudden the second one's over, the third one's over and they're just sitting there pending. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Uh, and I had done, I had put in, um, kind of a, a, um, uh, a false flag. Like I put in a losing bet and they graded the losing bet, but then everything else that was winning bets were pending. And so I was like, Hmm, okay, this is strange. Uh, all of the bet online stuff was pending. Uh, and then wake up Friday morning and the bet online stuff was all graded as wins, but everything was the winning price was $0. Is that what you saw too? So basically they were like, Oh yeah, you won your bet. We're not going to take your money. Here's your money back. The winnings are zero. Um, and, uh, and then five dimes, basically everything was still pending. Um, and, uh, people were like, what the hell, man? You know, we made these bets in good faith. Like this wasn't a sure thing. There was a losing leak last week. Like this was, there was risk involved here. Like you guys, you know, you guys need to get this resolved correctly. And to five, you know, to, to bet online's credit, they, they handled it with class, <laughs> with, uh, honor, uh, with, and a plum. Honored, with a plum, with every single bet that I have heard of that uh, was placed on this, uh, on this out, you know, you know, this, uh, this endeavor was, uh, was graded a winner and, and fully honored. So congratulations to them for being uh, an honorable book. And, uh, and, that, and that was the end of those lines getting put up. That was the end of those lines yeah. getting put up. Um, but uh, Dimes did not. Uh, and I don't really, I mean, I, I was, I'm, I'd like, you I'm know, not, I'd like to take some big moral stance and be like, Oh, I'm yeah. using five. Nine, <laughs> I'm, you know, I, you know, I mean, like that's what sucks. They graded the losers, thing. losers though. Well, which I'm, is I'm, to me, they, they did fix, they fixed that, which, which is okay, but it sucks. They, you know, they couldn't go full, full measure and grade the winners, the winners and just not offer them again, like other places. So that sucks. And like I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to talk big and say I won't use them, but man, I mean, they just have a few things that I, you're not going to find other places that I bet yeah, into. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, 
Um, I got my, but if there, you know, if there's a choice, if the line's the same at two different places, yeah, they're, they're the second option. Just let they're on my radar now. Yeah, I'm hoping that they didn't that they're not. I mean, because effect because in in no uncertain terms, dimes free rolled this right. Like if they if they had if there had been losing leaks and they had collected on every parlay, you can guarantee you that the decision would have been. Yeah, different. that's the shitty right? part. That's the guarantee you. Can guarantee you. Anyway, the um and the fact that they put them up on the main screen after they had all that information already from their third party screen, uh, and then took it down later and then avoided all those that was real suspect because you know they got a lot of people to deposit money and like this isn't a time where you really want to be you know moving around you know money into offshore books like it's tight for everyone so i i was kind of annoyed by that i guess um and uh yeah hopefully they're not gonna free roll us on any of the draft props that they hung because they hung some bad ones and, and we freaking obliterated some of them so it's uh it you know and and this this also goes to say like if you just, you know, if you grade these winners, these were small stakes relatively in the big, in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, people are going to be, they're going to turn around and they're going to bet on all kinds of nonsense, politics and, you know, competitive eating and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah. If we're, if we're going edge, down, right. If like, we're going not, down that, uh, you know, path, I mean, it's not like I haven't bet on some politics too. <laughs> yeah. But like, this is, it's all, it's all going to get, all of this stuff is going to get recycled. Uh, and I think they made a bad decision uh, and it was a bad look and they took a lot of heat for it. And I think rightfully so. So that is that. I think I told the story fairly uh, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we continue to um, have those types of uh, opportunities in the future, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what my conclusion is other than I really felt like, I felt like bet, bet online did super solid yeah. for the players. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just don't get worked up over anything. Like, I have, I don't know if I have like some sort of disorder. Like, I, I'm, I, I lack <laughs> empathy or ex- I, I get excited, I guess, about sports, but I, I just, I'm too, I'm almost too even keeled sometimes. Like, everyone else is freaking out talking about burning things to the ground. It's like, man, I mean, this was a, this was probably going to happen. You know, because yeah, there right. was a point where we thought nobody was going to pay, and we're like, well, I mean, just it is what it is. So, I guess my takeaway was I was super happy that Bet Online ended up paying, and it is what it is with five dimes, I guess. But yeah, actually, here's a real it. here's a real key takeaway, which is that like there are people out there that are trying to characterize the offshore betting space as like outlaws and you know scammers and trying to you know doing things illegally and you know and all of that, right? And yeah, if you know if they're if they're free rolling customers and you know living outside the you know the realm of uh, you know what is considered honorable you know bookmaking, like yeah, by all means they deserve that criticism. But clearly, this is a perfect example of the opposite of that. Like, really well done by their customers, by their you know by their uh, by their players uh, here. So um, good. Oh, on and them. if you're if you're bet online, that's just a consider that marketing like that's a part of your marketing budget yeah and like i said all of the winnings that we got from that uh, have been recycled into their draft props so one way or another uh we're either going to really really expose them or uh or give it all back so we'll see um should we talk some draft yeah talk some rumors gonna, when did we when did we talk draft last was it just last week again I've, <laughs> it was time, one week time, ago this one week ago this minute Oh my God. And it's wild how much stuff has happened. Like, well, let's reframe it. Where were we at last week? You 
you let's put Drew about a week ago very certain Akuda was third and Tua I wouldn't say very certain I would just say uh, uh, one week ago we had just gotten I mean you put Daniel a percentage Jeremiah's. to it did I in our in our chat I think you put it at 60 percent okay all right well, I mean and that was, that was oh, a yeah, couple yeah, days that's... that was a couple days ago. oh yeah 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 I would say you're right you're right, you're right I would yeah. say that's come sorry, down sorry. but yeah I yeah, mean there's from... a there's a ton of things that I took you know I took stances on that I feel worse or better about but I, I'd oh, say yeah, like yeah. you you were you were doing a good job of convincing me and no there, you there's know still, you're right there's still right, a though. lot to be said about that who knows I think we were both in the same thought process as far as there's so much information coming out every day about Tua and some of it's good, some of it's bad, but who knows what means what. And it's a lot of reading. But sometimes I feel like you're reading between the lines too much. And like, is this smoke? Is this fire? Is this horse shit? Who knows? So we, we're both in the boat of maybe Tua is dropping because of the virus as far as teams not getting to, I mean, just, take a look at him, get him, get him up close. Medical red flag. That's been the, that's been, that was our tried and true last two years. The most slam dunk winning bets I had were medical red flags. Yeah. But I mean, obviously a lot different just because teams, teams had to just be much more risk averse. Like, you know, when you have a guy that's medical red flag, you get your doctors, you do a physical, you meet with the guy, you make him work out and see what, let your trainers watch that. Get, get with them, and it's just not possible right now. So teams have to be handling that with kid gloves and maybe being downgrading Tua a little. And then, you know, since we did that, the footage of him doing that workout came out, and I don't know, he seemed to move around pretty good. Yeah, Trent Dover um, compared him to Aaron Rodgers. We've had, you know, we've had uh, <laughs> Anthony Lynn come out and say how much he loves Tyrod, which reminded me an awful lot of, our friend over at uh, over in Arizona saying how much he loved Josh Rosen. Yeah, and Cliff Kingsbury saying Josh is our guy. Yeah. At, at that point, I mean that that was comical at that. At the, you know, this one is more of I'm just making a fun comparison, and it might you know it might be something, but that one was laughable when Kingsbury said it. Like, what are you saying, sure. dude? That's not real. So you know, we have that, and then we have news today that the Chargers are also looking at. I can't think of it. Who was the quarterback further down? Like a second, third round, third day guy that uh, the Chargers were like Hurts? today. Hurts? Yeah, Jalen Hurts. So the Chargers are maybe looking at Jalen Hurts. That would, uh, you know, if that was something they were thinking about doing later on in the draft, obviously the odds of them taking someone at six or trading up to three diminishes a little if that is true. And then we get the real ball breaker today where <laughs> the Lions, you know, the Lions are doing this. The Lions are doing that. You know, who knows what the pick. The Lions are thinking maybe quarterback. And there's there's so much going on with uh, the Detroit three pick. And I, I still maybe hate this draft more than drafts in previous years because there's such a crux pick right away that affects like the next six, seven picks. As far yeah, as, you know, the right. guys, the guys are going to go. Like, I feel like the top 10, there's not a lot of variance, but man, the order, the order is really screwing with me and it's keeping me off a lot of these bets right now. Ah, okay. So, yeah. The third, okay. the third pick, the third pick is everything. It's the keystone. Yeah. And I guess, I, you know, I guess you're right. Last, last week when I was recapping some of my early action, 
I had Okuda going third at like plus 170. And honestly, I was just like, yeah, this is value. I don't think they're going to be able to facilitate a trade. They're going to end up taking, you know, fill, fill a hole they created with trading Slay. Like, it made sense. I thought it should be closer to plus 150 yeah, the, or plus the Slay move, obviously. Yeah, I was like, okay, Okuda will go third. That seems fair. I'm going to take it at plus 170. It's going to close. It's going to come down to even. I, it was kind of my thought at the time. Uh, and you're right. As kind of I talked to myself, you know, cognitive biases start kicking in. You start seeing the number move. Talk to a couple other people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm hearing that, too. You know, the next thing you know, like, I, yeah, yeah, you know, as we were chatting this week, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I put it at 60 percent now. You know, I have no, I have no additional information at all. I've just convinced myself that the probability. Is we now both higher. did that. We were putting percentages out, and like, oh, I yeah, looked 40, after I posted 40, mine. Forty, yes. Yeah, you know, I posted 60, mine too, yeah. and I'm like, what? Like, what am I basing this off of? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all, all gut. It's all none of it's actual real numbers. All qualitative. Um, but, um, but you're right. If I, I, I would take that bet back if I could. I would take it back, and right now, if 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 I could. Uh, and it, I don't have quite enough equity in it to buy out of it for a risk, you know, have a risk-free win. Um, so I can't, but uh, I, I, w- I would if I could. <laughs> I think uh, I think there is a lot of uncertainty now uh, as to what happens with that pick. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, guess, I, should uh, fi- I, I wish, I don't know how far back I'll have to go to find my percentages. They were funny. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I had- I'm, I'm so... I'm so in the mindset that like six different things could happen at the third pick. Yeah. Okay. So, well, anyway, this time last, oh, here we week, go. This time last week, there was about a, the market said there was an 80% chance Tua will go before Herbert. Yep. And we were like, no way. That's way too, way too certain. Yeah. Uh, no, I yeah, I bet bets. into that. I, felt I made like, a couple yeah, bets that's that a pick em. that. Yeah. And it should be a pick em, and it is now. And it's a pick now. Yeah, exactly. So that's moved into the right range, right? But it hasn't overreacted, you don't think? Uh, no, because it should be a pick Like with, with the injury scare and the amount of teams that are possibly in on Herbert, I think it should be a lot closer because I, I mean, now we're hearing that Miami is, you know, possibly leaning one way compared to the other. I think, I think definitely it should be a pick Does that? I think that was a good bet. We both made that bet, and I felt good about it. I felt good about it then. I feel good about it now. Okay, let's so let's let's circle in on then, because I I told you what I did today. I might as well just tell everybody the uh, I. So I I think I think the Miami Herbert link is very strong. That does not seem like smoke to me. This that seems like true blue. This is a real link, like Giants Jones type of link. Yep. And they have assets. They can, you know, they can trade up to three if they need to to get their guy. To me, it seems like Miami's guy is Herbert, which means there's value on Herbert under five and a half. Yep. Would you believe I got that at plus two ten today at yeah. Nitro? That move. Did you little. see that? Yeah, <laughs> that was, what a bad number. God, I can't. That was way off market too, and I didn't even notice and, that. And the thing too, <clears throat> it's it's tough. This is the I think the toughest thing I have with this is separating. God, I phrased this once for somebody. What I'd like to happen versus what's likely to happen. That's one of my favorite things I've ever come up with. But not only that, but and and what I mean by that is phrasing what I maybe what I think teams should do, 
how I evaluate players compared to what teams actually will do, should do, can do, are likely to do. Like, I'm not a Herbert guy. I'm not sure he's first round talent. Like when we get here, <laughs> when we get years down the road, I'm super not sold on him. I'm I'm all out on him. I'm all out on love. If those guys go in the first round, like have fun having five years of that, I guess. Yeah. Tua, a, a healthy Tua is a lot better of an asset, I think, especially if you're a team in a position who can slowly put them back in there. But that's not just, you know, that's my opinion. I'm, I'm not a GM. I'm not running a team. I don't get a Zoom meeting next Thursday. They, they, <laughs> We're going to have a Zoom meeting on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, we are. But, you, you know, you do have to, you have to separate that just because I think, you know, and I think that's where people make some dumb bets in this. But like, oh, no, that guy sucks. He's not going in the first round. I'm going to bet plus whatever. And then, you know, it, it was very apparent that somebody was going to take this guy. It's where I'm, yeah. you know, I'm sitting at this running backs bet. Yeah. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little leery because I can. So there's a couple teams later in the first round that have a bit of a need for a running back. And there are a couple guys that are, you know, somewhere in the 25 to 40 range. So the, I mean, the running backs number is set at a half. Yeah. Did you know it was one and a half at one point? Uh, <laughs> I talked I mean, to one. I talked to a guy I chat with from time to time yesterday, and he was like. He, he showed me he got a ticket under one and a half running backs was like plus 200 at one point. Anyway. Um, yeah. I don't, that, uh, then that goes back bet. to the beginning um, of the, the beginning yeah. of the pod. And we say like, there are Get some down early. stupid lines early. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so let's, let's give people a little evergreen content here. Um, because the two, the two of stuff is, is fantastically interesting. It is. There's so much rumor mill stuff. There's so much drama. There's so much intrigue that could go, a number of different ways. Right. Um, but I think they're really, I, at this point in time, I think you're talking about three, one of three realistic things happens. Okay. And I think you can create a synthetic market that has a very, very advantageous hold for the player. Go ahead. Can you, do you want to describe what that is first? What synthetic market is? Oh no! I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was reading the synthetic props here. You want to talk? Yeah. Should we talk about I what mean, a synthetic yeah, just, hold is? I mean, yeah, using using a couple books to get yourself. I mean, you can create some synthetic no vig markets if you want. Yeah, and I, in fact, you can create a negative vig market. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even better. And yeah, and um, I will use. Uh, let's use Bet Online and Nitro as the two books here, because you can do this with just two books. They yep. each have a market of. Uh, Tua will be taken with pick blank and it's pick one, pick two, pick three, pick four, pick five, pick six or field. Okay. So there's seven options, right? And the prices between these two are so all over the place that you can create a portfolio between the two books where you have every possibility covered and you have, but you haven't your, your average winning, uh, uh, payout exceeds your outlay. So basically, you have a negative synthetic hold. Is that a fair way to describe that? Yes. You know, it's, you know, when we describe hold percentage as like 4%, 4.5% on a, a regular market, it's, you know, it's 104%. You know, you, the, the the actual straddle. You, add, them all, you, four, add, yeah. you add up all the implied probabilities and it's 104%. 104%, right? yes. In this, in this situation, it would be 
under a hundred percent give you that negative hold where i mean if you if you uh weight your bets right it's i mean it's arbitrage you you win you win no matter what yeah yeah for sure you play it's same same sort of thing as if you you know you played a money line at plus 135 you know they good team goes down scores the first touchdown live you come back and you play the other team for plus 125 right like now you have you've created uh, a situation where no matter the outcome you're winning money Right. And this is the exact same sort of thing. And you can do this currently with these numbers, but I think you can actually sharpen it even more because I really think there's only three things that can happen. And I'm curious what your opinion is on this. Um, some of it is, you know, and some of it is spec- speculative. Obviously, I'm, I have completely bought into Dolphins will not take two of five. Okay. I have completely bought into Giants will not trade the fourth pick because Gettleman's not a guy that makes trades. I have completely bought into. Chase Young is going second and the Redskins will not be able to facilitate a deal or not interested in facilitating a deal for the number two pick. Joe Burrow for sure is going one, which means I think there are three things that can happen. The Lions take two at three. Some other team trades up to the three and takes two. The Chargers take two at six or he falls Aaron Rodgers style. Yeah, he's, he's not going first, second or fourth. Like the Giants, I don't think the Giants would be a a trade partner. It doesn't make sense. First and second are spoken for. So, yeah, you know, you you listed the seven options. You don't need to bet some of them. You only need to bet a few (laughs) of them. Uh, Yeah. And I guess, you know, this can all come crashing down if something stupid happens. But it's just the probabilities of the Redskins not taking Chase Young. Obviously, the probability of Joe Burrow not going first is – uh, you know, we could we could get attacked by Martians tomorrow too. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we could have a pandemic, and they might not even hold the draft. Oh wait, that almost happened. I put the, um, I put that as a percentage in my <laughs> in my breakdown of where the three. Yeah, happened. I remember you did that. Yes, you did. That was a good. I, I, that was that was very that was very shrewd. Um, okay, so no, br- realistically, like if you just price those three, and you're not even looking, you're just using your gut qualitatively. What uh, what percentage would you say this moment? Uh, two goes third third off the board. Like thirty five. Okay. How about fifth? Lower twenty five. Twenty. Okay. Twenty ish. How about sixth? Sixth is all the rest of it. Besides, oh like 5%. wow! Oh wow! You don't think he can fall into the field? No. Wow! Really? No, he's really. I put that pretty low. You've been a you've been a Tua hater this whole time. I think I think that's where we've maybe differed the most. I don't see him falling. He's the, there's there's a couple teams that need a quarterback. What what do the Chargers do if they don't take him? Like what pick are they? What what are they going to fill in with? Who do they take? If you're the Chargers and he's there at six, what are you Jaylen, doing? You're taking uh you're taking the taking best a tackle. defender. You're taking the best tackle on the board. I guess. Their their offensive like line could their offensive line could absolutely use help. No, everybody's what's, offensive what's, line. What's everybody Terod, should draft what's, a lineman. What's the number one knock on Terod Taylor? You probably know this off the top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> your, your Bills Mafia knows for sure. Bills Mafia guy takes knows how guy he takes too many takes, sacks. He's not good. He takes pressure. too many sacks. Uh, so you know what? You know what, what fixes that? <laughs> yeah, get a different that? quarterback. 
No, I, I guess maybe I'll put it at 10% yeah, just to, yeah. to appease okay, you. Okay. So 10 per, okay. 10% he falls into the field, but yeah, okay. I'd say like okay. 30, 30 to 40% he's going at three to somebody, uh, the, you know, the Dolphins could be lying. So like 20% ish. And then yeah, uh, if he's there at six, I think the chargers have a hard time passing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, the injury stuff just, I don't know, man. It's I, like, honestly, like I, we've talked, we've talked about this with some friends in this calendar year, year two date. I was on record like, oh, this is stupid too. It should go third. Like he's a, absolutely a franchise quarterback. Like that was my opinion. But just now in terms, in the light of all of the smoke around the injury stuff, this is coming from multiple teams. That he's got red flags. It's not just his hip. He also has an ankle, a wrist, you know, like all of this stuff. This is just all of the fodder you need. Uh, to cover your ass to pass on him. And that's all it takes sometimes. You know? Yeah. I just, I, I don't, you know, there's a lot of bullshitting going on between owners, teams, reporters, everything, media, mock drafters. I don't think any of it's coming from those doctors. Like, I, I don't think there's doctors that would put, put their reputation on the line for this sort of thing. Like, mm. uh, I, I like what's the motivation money doctors have money like these aren't these aren't doctors that are straight out of med school like oh hey we'll pay off your student loans if you say some nice things about Tua like I, I trust that the doctors are telling the truth I trust my eyes in his little workout like people saw some of the throws he was able to I mean just just the second half of that game that he came into what well, I mean I feel like it was an important game that it was against a conference foe I'm pretty sure maybe it's a conference game against Georgia he looked yeah. good he made some yeah. throws he made a very amazing throw at the end coming in cold like that guy he he's a gamer he could be you know a 10 15 year guy for your franchise I'd risk it for the biscuit but that's just me yeah no and I, that that seems fair but uh, I do think there are doctors who are employed by teams who given the data that they have to make an evaluation are telling GMs, they're telling personnel scouts, et cetera. This guy could, this guy is brittle. He could be a five-year player. You raise a good point. Um, what kind of stock do we put in the San Diego Chargers <laughs> medical staff? I still oh, say that. Jesus. That's LA a good Chargers. Point. <laughs> That's a good point, though. <laughs> yeah, so and that could go either way. Like, do you trust these guys yeah. to make a good judgment or a bad judgment? Because the Chargers – and now the Chargers have coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if the, and, that's I mean, true. If they should have put a betting line out on that, like what NFL team will get, <laughs> get COVID-19 into their facility for – Oh, we shouldn't be laughing about this. No, yeah, we should like not asshole. be laughing, but it's just <laughs> – like can you imagine a world where it wasn't going to be the Chargers, the most snake-bitten off-season team yeah, of the past decade? Yeah, I guess maybe throw Tampa in there. Tampa's, you know, MRSA. Yeah, they had the MRSA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, whew, man. Um, okay, I think we've covered that in again decent length. I, I'm I'm going to put the two a third, fifteen percent. I'm going to put two a sixth at fifty five percent, and I'm going to put the rest on field. I don't think he's going to the Dolphins. I think that's zero. I don't like zeros. Okay, all right, I'll put five on Dolphins, and that is, that 5% is that somehow 
the Chargers move up to three and take Herbert, and then Dolphins shrug and say, fine, we'll just take two at five. Yeah. No, it's funny, like, um, those. remember those free classes I showed you you could take through Harvard and whatnot? Yeah. I'm taking some more R classes, and I'm, I'm not paying, like, the $50 to actually get the certificate. I'm just auditing them for free. And if you do that, you have to take a little survey first. And one of the questions is, what is the percentage that you think you'll finish this class? And I moved the slider to 100%, and that bothered me. Cause, cause, I mean, yeah i put it i moved it down to 99 i'm like you just never know i'm like because you never know th- these th- those classes yeah. don't take like it, it's like 10 yeah. hours of work tops and yeah. i looked at that i'm like you know what nothing's 100 yeah. andy don't yeah. do that, that you could lose that power put a lot, yeah. put a lot of the, undue pressure on me the grid could go down yeah all of this is true yeah you never yeah this godzilla could come out of the sea that's right. Get, uh, can't be dismissed. Talk, talk, about, be the, dismissed. talk about the love market. <laughs> I, dude, I really, really don't get this. I really don't get it. Have you heard any tangible connection of love to a team that is not self-served up by his agent or by someone who is an agent who services agents? Because like, like going, taking a step back to qualifying the different people in the mock draft space, like when I listen to Mel Kuyper, when I see Mel Kuyper put out bits, when I see him put out mocks, when I see him put out a big board, a ton of it to me seems shaded by he's doing solids for certain agents that he has ends with. That's my opinion. Uh, and I feel like everything I've seen about love has probably come from his camp. What are, what are you saying? Yeah, I mean, it feels like that. He's, I don't know, he's like a David Fails. You know, it's a smaller school. He's got some, he had a nice season, and then maybe this next season wasn't quite as sharp, but his name was still in the mix. And it's a bad, it's a bad quarterback class. I mean, it's just maybe not bad is the word, but thin. You know, it's not a deep class, so his name gets thrown around because there are, I don't know. Let's just say five, six teams that actually could use a young quarterback on the team. I mean, you know, besides the obvious in the the Bengals, Miami, and Chargers, you know, the Patriots are looking for the heir, the heir to the throne up there. Steelers could use uh, something like that. The Colts could use something like that. I mean, Tampa Bay could use something. Probably more like eight or nine teams that could use a quarterback. And there, there are you know a handful of guys that are going to go later on like that. You know, you mentioned Hertz. Uh, there's Eason. There's a couple guys like that 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 will go later. That I think you know some teams might get some decent value on. But I don't. Yeah, the the love thing. And again, this is my opinion. I don't think he's going to be a serviceable NFL quarterback. But he'll you know. Come come Friday night, he'll be on somebody's team. Yeah, no no doubt. Um, well, well, some doubt, I guess. Are you sure he's going round one? It's uh, that Friday night would be after the second. Round. Oh, that'll be after round two. Oh, good point. Good point. I think I think he'll go by then, just because he's it's a quarterback. I mean, somebody's somebody's going to be enamored with him. I don't know hmm. what is it. What is his uh, what is his uh, over under for position right now? 19 and a half and it's come down. Yeah. It was over it was open to 16 and a half. When you see a number moved by 3, that's unless the unless the picks that it's moving across are like slam dunk no way these teams trade or draft a QB. Like oh. that's a that's opening a big middle which means it's influenced by some pretty sharp money in my opinion. 
Um, and we'll get to one of those moves in a second. Cause I need some, I need some tips. I need some advice on what to do about one of those that I played. Um, but I, you know, 19 and a half, I, that to me implies someone's trading up, uh, into the 19th spot because I, I got, I got to tell you, man, I, there's needs that are not quarterback by all of those teams in the late teens. Yeah. I don't see any of those teams going God, what too I, big. What did I do when I, I broke it down where, you know, I don't like, I don't do a mock. Maybe I'll, I'll do a mock for the top 10. Cause we, we had fun with that. Me, you and Suma did that a couple of years ago, but I, I did a mock as far as like how many of each position I thought would go. And I was pretty dead set on three quarterbacks. I think I went three quarterbacks, seven linemen, six linebackers. Um, D lineman was five or six. D backs, I think I had seven. Uh, and then the wide receivers was the wild card. The wild card was really wide receivers for me, and it was five or six. And then I, I think I got to the end, and I'm like, man, I don't have room for a running back. And it'll get weird at the end, too, as far as, you know, there's a chance it could be eight offensive linemen, and that really will probably push a quarterback or a running back to day two. Mm. There, there, are, there are teams with so many needs, and there's so many good – God, there's, there is, like you said in the last one, there's a, there's a drop-off after, like, the top, you know, half dozen, eight linemen. Yeah, it's a big gap, in my opinion. After and like there's eight. and there's no tight ends. Like tight ends are not going on day one. There's nobody that's in the. I mean, there might not be a tight end in the second round. I'd I'd put the like tight end first tight end over under probably at like sixty five seventy somewhere in there. It's just yeah. not that good. But, and then there's a big group of them. There's a bunch that'll go in the third and fourth round. But there's nobody. Uh, it might be a weird one. No tight ends. No running backs. Mm. Yeah, no, and I wanted to bring that up too, as far as uh, like, what would you put your percentage as? Jordan Love does not go in the first round. Well, if you had to put a percentage on that, thirty. So Dimes is offering over under on quarterbacks right now at four. Yeah, who's the so it's a free. It's yeah, a free roll. There's no fifth roll. quarterback. Yeah. No one's I don't there's no one that's gonna jump up and trade into the high thirties or the low thirties and take another one. So you can get under four at plus uh plus one twenty five right now. And yeah, I'm, so I'm I got, betting I'm betting it right now because okay. I feel like it's a free roll. <laughs> what's in, what's under four again? What's the price? Under four is plus one twenty five. Over four over four for some reason is I mean, it's one point six oh six. What is that? Minus one, minus one fifty five. I mean, I'm in European format right now. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's one fifty five. Yeah, <laughs> one sixty five. Excuse me. So it's minus one sixty five that there'll be over four quarterbacks. Who's our fourth? Who's our fifth quarterback? I mean, the push probability on I, I'm going to say there's it's a 30, high push probability. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say there's I'm going to say there's a 30 percent chance of three. That's like six, 68 percent of a push. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say there's a well. I'm going to say there's a 30 percent chance there's three. There is a 55 to 60 percent chance there's four. And I think, uh, what does that leave? Like 10% that there's five? 
five or I ten? Would, I would put five percent that there's two. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh shit! Somebody really yeah. hates. Like nobody wanted Herbert, and he just falls. Um, yeah, Eason. <laughs> Eason is. I mean, Hertz is not going in the first round. Maybe not in the second round. It, it, it leaves it to Eason, or I mean, it's basically From? Jake Jacob Eason, and he is he is not getting you know good marks from the analytics community right now. So no, uh, if there's a fifth quarterback that's taken shame on me, but I'm betting that right now. I like that. I like that play. I'll probably get involved with that too. And it's probably going to be much ado about nothing, right? Like it's going to be, four yeah, it's probably. probably a push, but I, I feel like it's a, a nice free okay. roll. That, uh, maybe I'll take some over 19 and a half as well. Um, I feel like, I mean, I honestly, I, I got, I got my ass burned last year with the, you know, the fact that there was only three. So I'm yeah, a little, I got you, I was I got a little, you back <laughs> into the quarterback yeah, market. I was a little gun shy to get involved at all. Um, but, you know, there's massive team incentive to do it if you think at any point in time in the next four years he's going to be your guy. Like, massive. You have to. Like, it's – it. you know, taking him in round one versus round two is so much more – you know, you basically get 20% more team leverage. That's huge. Uh, and you know, it, it I, is yeah. important. I just don't know if somebody can make that leap with somebody like Jacob Eason. And I full, – full disclosure – I have a Jacob Eason goes first overall bet. <laughs> it was two hundred one. He might go, he might go first overall November. on day three. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. I think it's from September. I brought that up last time. Yep. Like it's not happening, but yeah. Okay. Um, well, I need I right. need him to go first overall or not day one at all. So we talked a little bit about offensive linemen, uh, and I still agree with you. I'm still as bullish as I've ever been on that play over five and a half. I if. If that was the first thing I bet, and it was the hardest thing I've bet so far. As far as it's the hardest thing I bet too. It's the most juice I've laid by far, and it is. Not I think the most if, juice I've laid. Oh really? Oh, I can't wait to hear what that is. Um, I've, I, I think, uh, if I think I can win every other bet I placed, and if there's only five offensive linemen on day one, I'm probably going to come out a loser on draft day. Like that's how overweight I am on this at this point, which is stupid. Obviously I think yeah, I'm probably right start. there. I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> okay. I did um, uh, chase young under two and a half. Ooh, that was a good one. Did you get 500? I, laid, I saw that yesterday and I would well, fall on my chair. I got like minus 300. That was something. Oh that yeah. Was, that was one nice. of the, the first day we bet. The first day you and I and anybody else who was discussing it got into it, I just said, that's... I'm just going to lock up a winner. I'm just going to lock up a winner. I'm going to lock this up. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the... I I don't know what's the the right probability then that six... What's the push probability for six? Because it's six and a half now at a lot of shops. It still looks to me to be steaming up. Like people want to bet over six and a half, which is positive, right? But mm-hmm. uh, and I think, yeah. and I think it's going to settle around fifty-fifty on six and a half because it really kind of comes down to does the center from Michigan go late, late, late? He'll be the seventh offensive lineman, best I can tell you. Um, what is the push probability on six then? Hmm. What did I put it at when I was doing like probability of six or seven? I think I had six at like 60%. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, no. I, I said six was much higher than that. I feel like six is closer to like 80 or 90. 
because no, 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 but exactly six. Oh, exactly six. Push probability on six. Mm, Yeah. 50. Yeah. I'm really really thinking it's going to be seven now. We're like at, so we're at like 10 ish percent, five, 50% six, and 40% seven. Yeah. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So it's, I don't have an edge betting under six and a half yet. No, let that let it go for a while. Same thing okay. with my running backs bet. Okay. All right. I'll see if it keeps going up. Um, how about uh, CJ Henderson? So Nish brought this up. Kanish, excuse me. Joseph Kanish brought this up uh, when I was doing the uh, the show with Friedman. Uh, and uh, the Oracle? Is his last name Friedman? I think it is. Sorry. Apologies to Matt if I wow. staked his last name. It is, right? Yes, it is. Uh, the Oracle Matt. Um, we did that. That was a super fun show. Check it out if you haven't already. Uh, and Kanish brought it up. It was like Henderson is number, you know, is CB one on numerous boards. That is, you know, that is reported story. It's not smoke. It's that this is. It is what it is. Uh, which means his over under at sixteen and a half was ridiculous. It was set at sixteen and a half because there was an operating assumption that the uh, Falcons desperate need of a cornerback would take him at 16 if he was there right uh now we're hearing rumors that uh teams like the broncos could be interested to replace chris harris teams like the jaguars could be interested at nine to replace jalen ramsey uh and just in general having you know corner cornerbacks are a necessity or a need they fill a need across a lot of the nfl right now uh, which makes uh, the fact that he's kind of in that same conversation with Okuda and could be had for a much lower price makes him a pretty desirable asset. Um, so he likely, you know, that that number 16 and a half went from about even or mi- minus 120-ish to like minus 300 in the space of like, I don't know, six hours. It was quick. Uh, once kind of people digested the, you know, oh, this is true. He is number CB1 on a lot of boards. Uh, it. To to the point, it's now been moved to twelve and a half. Yeah, <laughs> which is which a is fat fucking middle. That is a yes. fat middle because that's the push probability the in there. Would, yeah, the push probability. Like you have to go back on that. San Francisco needs cornerback help. They're at thirteen. Denver needs cornerback help. They're at fifteen. Atlanta needs cornerback help. They're at sixteen. You capture all of those teams with under twelve and a half. Have to go back on it. I think so. I would if I'd gotten it when you got it. I'm I'm going back on that. Okay. I okay. love I love a sexy middle. Okay. Some guys are <laughs> some guys are butt guys. Some guys are boob guys. I'm a middle guy. <laughs> if uh, if people listen to that broadcast and they bet into um, C.J. Henderson at a worse number, like let's say minus two hundred, minus three hundred, does that make it? more of an incentive to play the middle to cover or cover your liability even like i guess what's your what's your thinking price. if let's say you play, let's say you paid let's say you woke up yesterday and you're like oh shit i missed out on this i gotta bang it and it's something minus like minus 230 yeah minus 300 would you, would, i was gonna say if you're if you're trying to middle things by betting minus 230 on both sides you're, you're gonna have a bad time you need the you need the push probability to be pretty high 
I think someone actually did the math on that exact problem. And push probability means you need to be right. You actually, you actually need to catch the middle like fifty percent of the time, which is not where you want to be with these. You wanted to be at five percent of the time, not fifty. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it goes back to the like the one and the one and twenty. When you yeah. when you're yes. able to find yourself yes. a nice middle at minus one ten each side, you're looking at a twenty to one shot. Yeah. When you're yes. doing it something like this, you're more you're not. You're you're yeah. looking at an even money bet. And it's not really a middle. You're just gonna you're just gonna get hurt you're, one way or the other. Yeah, unless and but you know, like hey, if if you bet if you bet it at minus let's say you bet it at minus three hundred under sixteen and a half, right? Mm-hmm. And it flipped. Should you take take any of your you can you can cut down on your liability. Yeah, and that's that's where I think the fact that it moves so far, it is something you know. You know, I say like you can create a twenty to one on a proper middle like that, whereas this is much different. You know, this is more of a this what the two thirty on both sides makes it more like a a single bet of somewhere around what minus one thirty five minus one forty. Yeah, but at the same time, you are cutting down on your liability. Yeah, so you basically, know, there is something to be said for that. If, yeah, if you, like if you if you don't feel good about the initial bet and or you you like how much it moved and you just want to cut back in your liability, yeah, go for how it. How would you how would you do the math on that? Just out of curiosity, do you have a tool? Oh, I would use Excel. Excel. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's some good arbitrage calculators out there. Yeah, SBR has one that I've used. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, who the hell is this? Some, I, I reported somebody. And I just got a thing back. My, I just got into Twitter and I brought up oyster eating and there's like 30, 30 notifications. <laughs> People love oysters. It's that time of year. Um, uh, they're a natural aphrodisiac. Yeah, that's true. I've heard that. Uh, okay. So other draft odds and ends that you think are worth covering. I have, um, there was the one other this one other very funny interaction we had yesterday over the course of about thirty minutes uh, regarding uh, I don't know is his first name Jay Wills what's Jay's what's what's Will's first name Wills offensive tackle well yeah what's his first name oh Jer- boy Jeremiah uh, Jones yeah I don't even know it's Jay I know a lot of people's it's first Jay. initial. Yeah, I know a lot of Jay. Yeah, and he plays. For, he was an Alabama offensive tackle. Anyway, um, Jordan. Jordan. It's, it's oh, got to be I, Jordan, isn't it? I would. I wouldn't have come up with that. I know he's a junior. I think. No, right? that's that's somebody else. He plays for Kansas State. I have no oh, idea, okay. man. Okay. Well, whatever the case is, um, he's Chadrick. clearly. Oh yeah, you could have given me fifty thousand guesses. I don't think I could have come up with that. Um, he is clearly the third best tackle by all accounts. Maybe four if there are some teams out there apparently that really, really, really love Andrew Thomas, I guess. Um, but he's pretty clearly in the top tier. You'd agree? Yeah, I've had, like, you know, while I am all in on the over on linemen, this is something I just gave up on. <laughs> who goes where? Yeah. Who goes Who goes where is impossible to tell. Because it's impossible. You, you don't get you know, the, the, the fun quotes about quarterbacks or which wide receiver they love based on some stuff at the draft or the combine, you're just not getting quotes on these linemen like that. Do you and feel the same way about wide receivers? 
I yeah, I actually do. Like, I think yeah. I do just because <laughs> because the the wide receivers they, they are in bunches where there's that bunch, and there might be three that go right in a row there. Boom, and, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah, boom, boom, boom. But like the difference between Worf, Specht, and Wills, Thomas, I don't think it's very big for me. No, and like I agree. those could go in. <laughs> those could go in any combination of however many combinations you have yeah. there, and none of that would surprise me. So I've, yeah. I've made no attempt outside of uh, the worst price was like plus 130 when we bet it last week. Yeah. Down to minus just, 120. So good for us. I just, yeah, seriously. And the, uh, and the wills also was fun because they opened it on over under a 10 and a half and it was minus 175 that he would be under. And then 30 minutes later it was to eight and a half. <laughs> and so basically like that was, that was like, they just, yeah, and this just goes to say like, you check these all the time because they're constantly throwing up new ones and it's an entirely price discovery mode. And so they're going to put up bad lines and just let you bet into them and tell them what's right. right? Like that's how this is all working. Um, but uh, I guess what is at this point in time, uh, would you say it's fair that you could see linemen go pick four, pick six, pick seven, pick eight, pick nine, pick 10. Like there, those are all, there are some percentage chance that those teams take alignment. Yeah, that's fair. How, what percent that alignment goes for? Four, I, I'd say like I, I it's the Giants, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I would, if I'm Gettleman, I'm taking best lineman there, but they still could go defense. So seventy-five. Seventy-five. Okay, agreed. Um, how about uh, six Chargers? you know, maybe they do have an eye on one quarterback and not the other. And if it doesn't work out, so like 20, 25. Okay. They can go defense, though, too. I wrote these numbers down before I asked you, and we're like almost exactly the same on these two so far. So I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of split like third, third, third. uh, Chargers go quarterback, defense, or lineman. Because there's good ones out there for all three spots, and they need it all. Yeah, okay. Um, How about uh, Panthers, pretty low? You say offensive tackle? Mm, yeah, if I'm Panthers, I'm going defense almost like all the 90, time. like 90% yeah, defense, 95% defense. And but if you take an off uh, offensive player, it'll be in lineman. Yeah, at that point in the draft, yeah, I'm not reaching for a wide out. <laughs> yeah, okay, so okay, um, five. How about uh, how about uh, Arizona? They could, I, I put it higher than higher than the Panthers, but I'd still go lineman or defense. Yep. Excuse me. Carolina, Carolina should go defense. I'd go defense, defense at seven, eight Arizona being probably 10 to 15% chance of alignment if they really want one. And then the Jaguars mm. don't even ask me, dude. Okay. So you're so, okay. Well, that, that surprised me actually, because almost every mock that's floating around out there has a, uh, has Cardinals taken best available lineman. You don't agree with that? You think they there's a decent chance or even a likelihood or they should go defense? I would. I guess maybe I should put the percentage a little higher because I, I mean you're right. The, a lot of mocks have a going lineman, but I'd go I don't know if that's in, I don't know if that's based on information though. No, but just based on based on what's going to happen ahead of them, let's say, you know, let's say Tua and Herbert are gone. Uh, it goes Burrow, Burrow Young quarterback lineman quarterback defense defense then they're going lineman because they'd have the second best lineman in the draft sure 
you know, it, it really depends on what what the what happens a little bit ahead of them. You know, and if uh, I think maybe they go the, maybe the opposite. If you just want to say opposite is linemen and defense are opposite. I think they probably go opposite of the Giants. If the Giants okay. go defense, it leaves a better lineman. If the Giants go offense line, it leaves a better defender there. And there's great, three, great point. There's three pretty good defenders that are going to be up high yeah. and Brown and. But to recap where we've gotten, we've got eight picks off the board, and we're saying relatively high confidence, something like 90-ish percent that two linemen are gone. Yep. Which leaves us Jacksonville and Cleveland to get a third. Mm-hmm. And so no maybe idea fourth. I'm maybe skipping, a fourth. <laughs> skipping Jacksonville because who knows what they're – I have no, no read on that. But, yeah, the Browns almost certainly should go linemen. I think they will – and then you know Jets, Raiders, Niners. That's that's kind of in your wide. That's your wide receiver wheelhouse, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I, that we were in agreement on all this. Uh, three, a solid three OTs in the top ten, maybe four. Um, a solid uh, likelihood that. Uh, Browns get at least get their guy offensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. Or have to reach for one. Do you have an opinion? Do you have an opinion on uh, if uh, if there's a run in O line and uh, they have to choose between Andrew Thomas and uh, Isaiah Simmons if you're the Cleveland Browns? I'd still go Thomas. Wow! Wow! Really? You know <laughs> Simmons is built to stop. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I guess. Like uh, Simmons is a great player. I don't see, honestly. I don't see him being there. I think he's going to be in Charlotte. Ooh, okay, okay. Where do you think Dwayne Brown ends up? He and he's he's from there. Or, like, he's he played at Clemson. I think he's from the area. Like he fits so perfectly in Carolina. So yeah. Derek Derek Brown. Derek, yeah. Where does Derek Brown end up? That's maybe something I'd like to see at Carolina or at uh, Arizona rather. Oh, okay. Again, okay. Uh, who knows what the Jaguars do? They could go, they could go Henderson. They could go another defender. Uh, maybe Akuda drops and they go with him. They they need a corner. It, that might be the Henderson pick you get. Like that might be the middle buster. Oh, damn. Oh. Okay. Um, how about as you you know we talked about this ad nauseum, and so I don't want to belabor this, but like as you look down the draft. You know, remember like the Bradberries last year, solid lock to the Vikings. Like, are there any kind of commonalities that you're seeing across all mocks, whether it be information based or agent based or scouting based, that are, you know, that are common across all teams? Not really. There isn't. Yeah, Bradbury was like, man, I laid like minus one fifty on that that he goes to Minnesota. <laughs> that was just. I don't know if I saw a mock that didn't have that. And it, I mean, it was just the perfect fit. But yeah, um, there isn't one to me. I mean, in, in my just because the, the interchangeability of the top linemen and then the second tier linemen and then also the offensive or the, the wide receivers, there's a couple people that need uh, an edge rusher. So the kid from LSU could end up a few places. There's a couple decent linebackers. Uh, and then God knows what the Patriots will do. The Vikings mm. have a couple picks, and they have heavy needs at you know corner, offensive tackle, wide receiver. 
there's um, I, yeah, I don't see like a, a stone cold lock there's like this this guy's going here honestly if my my stone cold lock maybe is is uh, Simmons to Carolina the only thing that the only way that gets screwed up is is you know him going ahead of that Giants take him yeah mm-hmm. okay that's uh man that's uh That'd be such a good pickup for them. Yeah. Okay. How about um, uh, final couple questions for you? Um, who are your Vikings taking? A couple players. Do they draft a wide receiver if they're going to get Odell Beckham Jr.? They're not getting that. That got quashed pretty uh, early. <laughs> um, the the thing about wide receiver is they'd get like the fifth best unless they wanted to trade up with like. Oh, they can get the fourth. Uh, they get the they get the fourth best. I think they can get Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. It, comes- L- Lamb, Rugs, and Judy will be gone, so they could get Jefferson. The I don't know if somebody jumps in front of them to grab that. They could grab the I can't think of the guy's name from Arizona State. Ayuk Ayuk might might be a thing if they want to go to the second pick and do that. But I'm not sure who they go. Probably probably wider some combination of best available wide receiver and cornerback with mm. if that doesn't work out grab a lineman they still have laquan treadwell i don't know man <laughs> oh not it's it's ola bc johnson season up there don't worry about things <laughs> um last one did you bind the the rumor uh that uh, uh what's the guy's name the guy from denver Albright. Did you buy in the Albright rumor? Uh, or was this disinformation season that Atlanta's trying to trade up for Kinlaw? I never know what to make of Benjamin Albright because like 50% of the time he's dead on and 50% of the time he's so incredibly wrong. Like, <laughs> like he, his hit rate is high, but his miss rate, when he misses, he misses hard. His um, hit rate but, on but the day, is, his hit rate on the hit day of on, the draft, on the day of the draft is like 99%. Yeah, and the thing too is like his hit rate with Denver's a little higher, so maybe maybe I buy into it. Just be like their fielding calls from Atlanta trying yeah. to trade him. That doesn't really help them though, because Denver's fifteen. Right? Oh no, no I thought, are you talking about the Atlanta rumor? Yeah, the Atlanta's I trying thought, to trade up for Kinlaw. Like that Yeah, no, no. The that. the rumor that oh, was being circulated was Atlanta's trying to trade up for Kinlaw. You yeah, you're I out. That. No, I, I I put that out of my mind immediately. That's dumb. He seems to be pretty high on Broncos, one of those th- top three wide receivers falling to the Broncos. Does that make sense to you? I'd love to see a receiver go to the Broncos. Hmm. Hmm. That's what I would do if I'm Denver. But again, as I said, I, I hate making decisions once you get past like the top 12 because it gets very convoluted. Yep. Yep. So then how are you ever going to decide about running back? <laughs> over under half. <laughs> I just, I think, who's the neediest team for a running back? Miami. Yeah, they just have so many damn picks. They can go take the kid from Florida State, like late second round. Yeah, they so like good this, of Oakland have, last year, but those stupid idiots took Jacobs in round one. <laughs> I'm, I, I feel like, man, I'm, I'm going to say this out loud. I'm high on Miami's brass right now. I like okay. the moves they're making. They're about to take your guy Herbert, who you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I I know if they do that, who knows? But like I just I'm saying some of the offensive uh or some of the offseason moves they've made I liked. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. 
I 100% agree. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Um, anything happen? Can anything happen on draft day that is going to drastically change your opinion of the futures market? No, never. Two team race in the AFC still. In the AFC? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much Kansas City and uh, Pittsburgh right now for me. <laughs> Three team race, baby. The playoffs, the playoffs, we can, the seventh team. Mm-hmm, Things mm-hmm, get wild. Mm-hmm. Not last um, year. Things get goofy in the playoffs. Yeah. How many people had Tennessee and Green Bay in the conference championships? Yeah, not many. Probably no one, actually. Although our friend Adam was all high on Green Bay, but then he backed away off. Um, the uh, okay, all right, that's all I got. Uh, yeah. Any other rumors? Any other rumors circulate that I I missed that you wanted to bring up? Eh, not really. Like I'm just happy that we have this because there's not much else going on. I hate politics. I don't like to follow along with that. I hate I hate coronavirus. So I hate <laughs> following in along with that. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be the next that that's gonna be all there is after this though i know hopefully that competitive meeting tournament's fun hopefully we get some uh the taiwanese baseball continues and nicaraguan soccer <laughs> whatever <laughs> Did you see that see that nicaragua nicaragua's president i should be laughing at he hasn't been seen publicly in like two months oh no it's because he died <laughs> Like he's for sure succumbed to the virus. <laughs> like that's whenever I said that to somebody in a DM, and I feel bad because, like you know, it's a serious disease, and like somebody, I mean, somebody was like complaining about losing some followllowers. I'm like, Dude, what? what? <laughs> like, like what if they like what if they died? Uh, what like if they account- died? Yeah, it's not like yeah. their account, which is the dumbest thing I've ever said because yeah. it's not like that. Like oh, the doctors like. Well, let's put it down as 10.35 p.m. Someone go delete his Twitter now. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how that works. Oh? Yeah. Which, honestly, if somebody could delete my history if I die, that would be just great. (laughs) All right. Um, You think we're going to see sports with fans this year? Mm, No, probably not. What's the implied probability of yes fans? Yes fans? Like, in any of the in any of the four major sports in 2020, low, very low, five percent. Why why risk it? Why yeah. why get a league fired back up and then have to throw it down again? Yeah, get, get uh, any kind yeah. of you know these these leagues want to get some revenue going. Just be careful and get some revenue. Mm. What's your implied probability that college sports is played in 2020? Oh, like 50 50. The NCAA might have to buckle on that, letting them have football, even if no one's on campus. Yikes. The the NCAA is not known to buckle. I feel like that's so much more a part of local economies and attendance is so important. I feel like if they can't have fans, they're going to punt that into spring. Yeah. It's like it's the entire economies of small towns and all across America is Saturday football. Like, well, you know, it got brought up like that they're already losing smaller sports at some colleges because the budget is shot already. Yeah, and you know, someone said, "Well, you know, who cares?" Like, well, there's a shitload of high. It's a trickle down. 
you know, oh, sure. are, you know, are you going to play high school lacrosse if you're if there's if college lacrosse isn't a thing? I mean, it, it changes everything about just the the activity level of kids, oh, I suppose. Absolutely, yo. If you got high school sports, high school sports would take a hit if a bunch of college programs are gone. If you or your kid got into a private university and was supposed to start this fall, would you just would you be trying to defer the start because they're almost certainly going to have fall semester online, right? Like, are you paying like half of a year of fifty grand tuition or whatever it is now to have your kid sit around at home and take classes online? No, I just get him into that that free Harvard shit I'm doing. That's been pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm just watching YouTube videos and answering quizzes. Like, I'm super yeah. good at that. And he's yeah, yeah. Not not only am I an e athlete, a competitive eater, I'm also a college student right now. It yeah. sucks. I had to go back to work. It really cuts into, <laughs> really cuts into my League of Legends and college Oh, dude, time. yeah. Shit, man. You have to put League of Legends on the back burner? I played. I already played a game today. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. I'll talk to you about that <laughs> off air because I, like, I seriously got a hold of somebody because I thought something was happening. Like, so I freaked out. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, it's a long story. I'll tell you off air. Okay. All right. Well, let's wrap then. I want to hear the story. Uh, best of luck uh, following this draft shenanigans. Uh, don't get too caught up in it. Yeah, if have you have fun. any hot takes, hit us up. I'd love to yeah, hear what you think. If you happen. got any, if you know any leaks for events that are that were pre-recorded and you want to spill the beans, we can keep it very quiet. Um, and, uh, and but uh, yeah, have and a, we'll get uh, you have a free. A, we'll get you a free deep dive hoodie. Yeah, we do not go. even have, but I will. Make I will make one, one for you. We'll make one just for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, have a great one, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.